so we're at County HQ here at Bodmin. We're recording now, so everything you say will be taken down and used in front of the uh, unofficial county uh, disciplinary panel. <laughs> um, it's a bit different probably from when you started uh, your dealings. You're, you're vice chairman on the board of directors here That's at correct, the moment. That's correct, yeah. Um, but how did you get involved with the county? Um, 1986, summer of 86, had a phone call from Tristan Scott who said to me, would I like to get involved with the county? I was then the secretary and I was the founder mem helping uh, with founder membership uh, in 1967 of Riviera Coasters. And uh, 86, uh, I had this phone call from Tristan to say, would I like to come on the county as the county youth secretary? Uh, of course, in those days, you couldn't be part of a club as well as serve on the county. Uh, it, that was the way it was in those days. So I had to sever my links with coasters, and I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have a go. I'll, I'll take it on. I'll, I'll see how it goes. I, I'd done coasters for twenty odd years, so um, I came on as the county youth secretary, and there I stayed and ran the county under 18s, the Luke Cup, Rathbone Trophy, did all the affiliations, insurance, and whatever uh, with the youth set up on the county, and that continued really up until I suppose about uh, two or three years ago when the office decided that uh, they were going to disband the, the youth and um, run it all under one umbrella uh, under the uh, which Richard Pat looked after. So the youth section as, as a separate entity but also sort of clipped to the side of the CCFA um, ceased to be. So I'd done those 30 years so uh, but initially, yes, it was Tristan who got me involved, yeah. Right. Yeah. As you said, you, you've been mostly involved with the youth um, teams that have come up yeah. through. Uh, I guess you've seen a lot of good players in your time. Yeah, develop very much the, so. the county rankings. Yeah, I, I'm, I was trying to think the other day what players had come through the county youth side at 18 and went on to play professionally. And not so many, really, because they get snapped up at an earlier age and... And, and, and taken on, but um, Lee Phillips as well. Lee went on to play for Argyle and uh, Exeter, and I think he played up, up 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 the line for a couple of professional clubs as well. He broke his leg playing for Argyle when he was about seventeen, which rather curtailed his career a little bit. Uh, but uh, Lee Phillips is one. Anthony Tonkin was another fullback from Mosul, and uh, he he went on to play. I think he played for Stockport County and Yeovil, and maybe. I thought Rushton and Diamonds may have come into it, but uh, Anthony was another one. And, of course, Martin Gritton, who played with Lee Phillips uh, as strikers in the county youth side in the late 90s. I like, so, uh, I like the story with Grits that, in fact, he couldn't get in True City's third team at one stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he went on and, and, you know, as you said, turned professional. He did, but, he did. Uh, good lad. <laughs> yes, he, he, he was a good lad. Yeah, yeah, I think he was Scottish. I think he supported Rangers or something. Celtic, I, I think. Celtic, was. and we gave him a blue Rangers shirt on the bus once, and he <laughs> went ballistic about that. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the, those three come to mind. Uh, I can't think there, there, there's been any more. Um, and, I, and I guess there's going to be actually even less now, isn't there, because of the academies that all these professional oh, clubs, yeah, and you, yeah. you're huffing and puffing already. Uh, you don't like that idea or what? Um, <laughs> times change. I mean, originally we, we had no, they, they played a little bit of club football and then they played for the county. 
nowadays they play so much college football. Uh, it's a different world now, and a lot of these under 18s now, between the 17, 18s, play more and more for their first team clubs in the Peninsula League and some Pyrrhons League, more so than they used to do. I think clubs rely on more and more youngsters to fill their sides up. So it's 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 a job sometimes to 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 get them together to to play for the under 18s, and I think that's where. That's where the 18s might just fold at the end of the day because counties are getting more and more problems getting players released. Uh, it happened with the seniors in, they kept going, well, when I joined, we had the seniors and, and the youth, obviously, and that continued till 2006, I think it was. And then the seniors section folded completely because other counties just couldn't get the players to play for one reason or another. And then, of course, the, the, the competition was supplemented by the, the forces. We used to have the army uh, and, and, and the RAF and that. And they, they pulled out and therefore that, comp that section went. Uh, the youth is surviving at under 18s at the moment, but it's struggling. The, the, the future, really, if there's going to be a future, is the under 16s. Because there, of course, you, 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 can, you can pick them up much easier and play a lot of these games on a Sunday and they don't play so much on the Saturday. Because you've got to be careful you don't have overplay and all that goes with it. Mm. Uh, did you used to play? Um, not much. <laughs> I played for Riviera Coasters when we got going, first of all, in the old Truro and District Sunday League. And, the bit, and then we went Dutchy League. But I didn't know. I wasn't that, uh, I wasn't that good. Oh, I was going to ask whether you think there's a, a case now that players, young players can't, could get burnt out um, very yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think they do so much club football at uh, the younger age groups now. And I said the colleges play so much. Uh, yes, they can do. They can do. We had, we had a very good boy who played uh, back in the, the late 90s, uh, Andy Morris down at, um, down at Falmouth. But I mean, he played so much football, that boy, because he was so, such a good player who never went uh, off professionally, but played so much college or schools and and club football that by the time he was 16, 17, he was, you know, he, he was al almost burnt out. Mm. And as you said, the under-16s probably is the way forward. I mean, so let, let's go back to your first sort of dealings with the county youth. Mm. How many, well, I guess at that stage you would have had the South and West counties. No. You didn't? No. Oh, right. So what did you have? <laughs> Well, I joined in 86. I took over from Ray Rowe down at, down at Truro. And there had been a fallout at the annual general meeting of uh, the CCFA in the summer of 86. And uh, for one reason or another, they pulled out of the Southwest Counties competition. And they only ran in the FA County Youth Cup. So from 86 until 94, we only played in the FA County Youth Cup. So you'd have trials, you'd have a couple of friendlies, you'd have your first round of the FA Youth Cup, and if you were lucky, you got through, and you may have got a second round. Uh, very rarely did we get past that. <laughs> so, in fact, you're doing all that work and getting all it all together, and uh, for what? For just two games of football. And at that time, Graham Roach, who was the manager of the senior side, ran the youth as well. So he, because because he didn't have that many games, and he he could do it. But in '94. We, we got in the south. We got back in the southwest counties, uh, and uh, Kevin Rowett, who I knew, who had had a, a, a fine career with Bugle and St Blasey, lives in St Austell, and he was running um, 
Polkeris youth at those days. And I approached Kevin and asked if he'd like to take on the managership of the, uh, the county youth in the southwest counties. And he jumped at the idea and he got a couple of helpers. Terry Huddy was one. And uh, we went from there. So from 94 onwards, we played in the southwest counties. And, uh, and that's still where we are today. Right. But for those first uh, period, yeah, we were only in the FA Youth Cup. Right. And, I mean, nowadays we have, uh, under the, the management of Glyn Hooper, there's, there's trials June, July time. And it's quite a, I wouldn't say intense, but it's quite a, a, a procedure as such. Did you have trials, yeah. that sort of thing? You yeah. had trials yeah, back then, trials. even though it might have been only for one game. Uh, back back in those days, pre pre nineteen ninety four, yeah yeah we played the we played the uh, the combination league and we played the East Cornwall Premier League, um, and we'd have a couple of trials yeah right. not much but when when we got going in from ninety four Kevin was very very proactive and we 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 had friendlies with Argyll, Torquay and Exeter, uh, did some Blazey and Penryn and places so. So we had plenty, we had plenty of, and we didn't seem to have a problem those days getting getting the players to come along for these matches. I I'm not too sure that they can these days. There's so many other pull on the players' uh, time. Yeah. And did you play? Uh, were the games purely Saturday Sundays or midweek or what? Because not played, so many we, clubs would have had floodlights. Presumably, no, no, then. we 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 played the the, the our trials. Uh, Floodlit. We go some blazy. They've had right. lights for yeah. for a long time, and uh, I think we played a couple at Priory Park down the road. Uh, yeah, we we got away with it. Yeah, right. we played midweek. Yeah, yeah. And under Kevin, you well, you had some success. Very you? good. We had good. The first year we got back in the Southwest Counties, one or two people on the county FA, the hierarchy were a bit dismissive of our chances of ever doing anything in the competition. But the first season that we, uh, we 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 won it, we won the Southwest Counties, and we also got to the uh, semi-final of the FA County Youth Cup because in those days you 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 had replays, and we went up to Liverpool in the semi-final in nine in the in the sort of like spring of uh, or February March of '95 that would be, and we drew up there, and we brought them to Newkeeper a replay the following Saturday, and we lost in extra time. <laughs> And they went on and won it, uh, and then we won, as you say, the Southwest Counties that year as well. And uh, then we had uh, we had some more success towards the end of the decade because we 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 won it back in nineteen. What did we win it? Way back in ninety eight, ninety nine, yeah, uh, ninety nine, two thousand. So uh, this yeah. is winning the Southwest. Yeah, Southwest, Southwest Counties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we never. Um, Never got so far as what Glynn did a couple of years ago to the final, uh, but we've 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 knocked on the door a couple of times. But it's, uh, it's you need you need the luck of the draw a little bit. You need your home fixtures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and and of course we won the first ever uh, when the Southwest Counties decided to run a knockout cup. That was in the year t- season two thousand. Uh, we went in it that year. We don't play it that often, but we did that year and we won that one. Uh, with Danny Nancaro and and uh, Ian Hodges from down uh, down Parham Porthway, uh, yeah, yeah, we won that one. So, so yes, we had some good success, and we fully justified really getting back into the competition. Um, we put one or two people quiet who 
didn't really want us to uh, come into it again. They thought it was all a bit of a waste of time. But uh, yeah, yeah, under Kevin, we did well. Yeah. Well, then Kevin gave up in 2002, 2003, and I was very, very lucky to get... Why, why did he give up? Just... Uh, work commitments. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he had a very responsible job with English China Clays or Emirates, as they are now. And uh, he, he just found he just couldn't do it all. So he, 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 he stood down and, and Tommy Matthews took over. So we've been very lucky, really. And Tommy, very much in the sort of same sort of mould as Kevin, really. A, a good, you know, a local footballer, through a county man through and through. So uh, Tommy took over in 2002 and went right through to about 2012, I suppose, 13. And uh, we had good success time, there. It's a isn't it, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, he loved it. He, he was very, very enthusiastic. And of course, you know, he, he, he portrayed a good image for the game as he was a good player and uh, served his time with Palmer Town and with the county. And uh, we, we, we had a purple patch there, really, because we, we won the Southwest Counties Championship in 2008, 2009 and the, and, and the following season because we had... Neil Slateford, Ollie Broken, Shirley and Eddie, all, all available at that stage. And uh, I suppose really when you look back, uh, uh, Liam Eddie was probably the best striker that uh, the county youth had under my tenureship anyway. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll perhaps talk about that a little bit more in a minute. But um, so that was Tommy's sort of era. Yeah. Um, and then... Then Tommy, Tommy decided to call it a day. And uh, James Ross, who captained the side back in 1994, when we got back in, uh, Rossi decided that he'd like to have a crack at, be, at being the manager. And uh, he, he did it for uh, three or four years. And then we moved on to where we are now with, with Glyn. Uh, but under Rossi, actually, we won the, we, we did win the, the knockout cup in 2014. So if I'm brutally honest, that's the last time we won anything. <laughs> Although we have made the final of the county, uh, uh, county youth cup, yeah. of course. But, um, but Rossi, not quite so well organised as Glyn, <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, we 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 had um, we had uh, the Boyanier playing, and uh, 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 we had a good side, good side that won that. Yeah. yeah. But in between Rossi and Glyn, it was literally almost within days of folding, wasn't it, yeah, the under-18, it was. Yeah, we, we had some financial problems with the FA pulling out some funding that was uh, to keep... Does it cost much to, to run a county youth side? Uh, depends if you have many away games, I guess. Depends the success <laughs> you get. You get you get well looked after in the FA County Youth Cup, though. The FA... John Ryder once told me that the FA County Youth Cup was the only cup that the FA ran that was in deficit at the end of the season. Every other competition tended to make a profit. Mm. Uh, but uh, And they would look after you because they would help to, to fund the, the travelling expenses, the match officials' expenses, that's catering side. Uh, but we, 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 we had a bit of a problem. Yeah, I, I think we probably panicked a bit, really. Uh, but uh, Glyn, if I remember rightly, I think... Uh, who was it came up? Um, somebody came up. and Oh, yes, it was the Tro. Mr. Masters. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, he said he didn't want to see the county, the youth fold, and 
he, 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 he waved a check under the nose of, of the of our direct, uh, fellow directors and um, it, it saved the day really and uh, it should never probably have happened really but uh, it did but uh, he, he saved the day good on him and uh, we, we kept going and, and then Glyn who was really a you know, appalled that we that we would ever contemplate not running a county youth side. He said, "Well, I'll I'll certainly manage it," and and, and that's where we are today. So, yeah, it, it did nearly fall, but that was because the FA were pulling pulling money out of the out of the county that uh, they had, you, you know, that was their ring fence for us really. But uh, so, and, and now though, is the financing back in place now from the yeah, FA? Because yeah, you know, yeah, obviously, yeah. like last season, we went yeah, up to yeah, we, Bedfordshire. Yeah, that was just a, overnight. And just a, yeah, no problems. No, no, I don't get any information or any vibes at all that it's costing more than it should do. I suppose what you did say to me was it costs per annum to run per season to run the county youth side. As I say, it's difficult sometimes because it depends how your fixtures fall. But you've probably got to allocate some in the region of about six to eight thousand crikey mm, can do mm. time you add it all up with travelling and expenses and what you owe the clubs for using their grounds right yeah it can do surprising how it can mount up and Glyn's wages <laughs> 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 no but um, and obviously under Glyn got to the FA County Youth Cup final yeah, up yeah, at Barnet yeah. um, lost to Middlesex is that the best achievement you've experienced with County Youth? Or would well, it would you have say... to be, really. I suppose in the sheer size of the competition, because that is nationwide, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we've had... It didn't put a trophy on the sideboard like the Southwest Counties has done, but it is a national competition. I think for a club, a county of the stature of Cornwall... Uh, uh, to get through, because uh, you're you're up against some big hitters, aren't you? Mm. Uh, I know the clubs take away the cream of the of the crop for their own academies and that, but uh, nevertheless, when you're competing against the likes of Durham and uh, Lancashire. L- Lancashire and and even Suffolk and Sussex and all down around the London area, I mean, there's big counties. They've got big catchment areas, probably too big sometimes. You don't realise who they have got. At least we know who we've got in this county because mm-hmm. we're a small county. We don't really miss anybody. But uh, it, it was a phenomenal achievement, really, to get that far. But I think we were helped by some home fixtures, whether we'd have beaten the likes of Durham away or Lancashire away. Of course we know. would have done, we David have done. Bray. <laughs> what are you questioning? It was pretty tight games. <laughs> I think it's nice. I don't know whether under-18s travel that well sometimes. <laughs> it's I funny. They like, they like, I think they like home comforts. Yeah, it, it is funny, though, how that season just seemed, because obviously I was involved mm. with the sort of Glenn's PR man, it... it it just seemed to fall into place. You know, every game or yeah. a lot of the games were at home. Yeah. Yeah. The season, you didn't have the, the weather problems, which no. we're experiencing at no. the moment. Availability of the players. They, yeah. We it, didn't have any pro- injury problems. They always well, seemed to be... Well, we did have one, actually. Fit. We had one player who, oh, unfortunately, did the, the lad didn't... No, no. Who, t- at the start of the season, James Lorenz. And oh, I still James say Lorenz. to this day that, actually, if we'd had him available, I think we would have won it. Well, Richard upstairs always says that. Yeah. Richard Pallet always says that. Yeah, probably would have done because he was a prolific goal scorer, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't have been, though. No, no, but, no. It, but it is also good that, and I mean, you probably can list loads of players that are, are still around, but 
I mean, I watch Falmouth play, you know, recently. You had Jack Webber, and yeah. obviously scored that famous yeah. goal uh, against Long Levens recently. Yeah. You know, Ollie Walker was there at the yeah. start of the season. Yeah. yeah. Matty Buchan is there yeah, now. Yeah, good I playing, mean, Matty. And yeah. it must give you guys a good feel when you still see players out there. Yeah, and they uh, all... And you mentioned Liam Eddy, you know, and players yeah. like that. I yeah, mean, yeah. So, you said Liam Eddy is the best player, did you say? That, one of the best strikers we've ever had. One of the best strikers. Yeah. We had, we had, one of the best goalies we had uh, was Gary Turner. Uh, Gary Turner played for us in 94 and a terrific goalkeeper. Probably the best keeper we've, 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 we've had. I, we've had one or two really good ones, but Gary was good. And when we played up at Liverpool that day and we drew two each, the following week, uh, Steve Highway, who was a, a, a phone Kevin Rowett and said... Uh, he said, I watched that game. He said, uh, or one of his uh, staff watched it. And he said, we want him back up for trials to Liverpool. Right. And uh, Gary did go up there, but it didn't work out. It didn't work out. Uh, and he never he never uh, got past really playing for St. Blasey and, and that really. But Gary could have gone on. He, would it have been another Nigel Martin? Probably not. But he could have... Uh, he could have played a good standard of football at the end of the day at, at, at the sort of like National League sort of standard, I would have felt. But it, it wouldn't have been, but Gary was good. Gary was best, good. Best goalie you've seen in the county youth? Yeah, Gary. Gary, Gary Turner. Turner. Yeah, yeah. What about defenders? Uh, Martin Cook. I should have asked you, I don't know whether you have jotted down, but I should have asked you for your team of the oh, county yeah, youth yeah, players, yeah, shouldn't no, I, really? Blindly, yeah. <laughs> Martin Cook was a good centre-half. Martin played all his life at Weybridge. Mm. Uh, Rossi, James Ross was good. Uh, there must have been others, and uh, I can't remember now. <laughs> I can remember strikers pretty good. Because uh, James Miller was a good player. Miller played for us when we 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 beat London six 0 down at Falmouth one year, and uh, and uh, we had uh, James Miller and Justin Miles who played over at Perrinport playing that day, and they absolutely went through them like a knife through butter. Strong, good boys. Justin yeah. still playing. Still playing, you yeah. see. Yeah, He's new a good lad. So yeah, yeah. So that's James and Justin. Yeah, um, I still see Miller now. He still comes over and shakes your hand and says yeah. hello. He's a good lad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you obviously must have built up a lot of uh, yeah, good relationships do. with these players. So. You do over the years. Yeah, you do, but uh, not so much now because I don't just don't have that involvement anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, which is that's just the way it goes. But uh, so Liam Eddy, best striker. Yeah. Was it? Billy Hopcroft was good as yeah. well. Billy's up at Bude. Well, he was so quick and they couldn't handle him. Of course, he was playing at Truro as well at the time. Yeah. And he was learning all the tricks of the trade as well. Yeah, he could handle himself on the field. And he was so quick. And um, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's, ra- he's a bit like Harry Kane, really. You know, I mean, when it's in the box, they don't miss, do they? Not very often. Not very often, no. no. Just a no. shame Liam's been a bit injury-stricken. Last couple of seasons, didn't he? So yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and and so you probably got loads of memories. You know, what what's your most favourite? Or have you got any funny memories? <laughs> got any funny memories? Anything stupid? Well, I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember when again. I'm going to go back. Um, That's gonna, fine. Go I'm back as far as you want. We, we we played West Riding of Yorkshire in the quarterfinals of the. FA County Youth Cup and they were the holders of the year before okay their side had changed a little bit I expect we played them at Osset Town on a 
bit like a, a bit like at Nampian. It was sort of an old, an old sort of pit, and it was like an old coal tip, and uh, it was it was flooded really. But the referee, bless his sock, said, "We'll get on with it, boy, and we'll play and uh, see what we can do." So we played on it, and the kit was absolutely lagged to come off because it was like an old coal tip, as I said. <laughs> so gone on now. Joe Whitford and John Pope from down west. They took the kit, carried it. Well, it was must have weighed a ton up to the hotel and put it in the bath and uh, soaked it overnight. And in the morning, they lifted it out and they had about three or four inches of silk <laughs> and they pulled the plug and the water wouldn't move. So they had to go downstairs and admit to the uh, <laughs> the sort of people who run the hotel that they completely messed up their plumbing system. Oh, dear. Yeah, there was there was that little story. So um, County FA blacklisted from well, that hotel. Well, we would have been. We would have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was one little tale. I'm sure there's there's there's, there's so many really, but uh, hard hard to hard to remember. <laughs> really. But the best moment. Um, well, you, you know, what are your best moments? Well, obviously, getting to the final of the FA County Youth Cup up at Barnet was wonderful because we had all the FA hierarchy there who were saying, they were astounded that we'd got to a final because <laughs> Cornwall was just somewhere where they come for their holidays. And, uh, but I did just... Did that make you feel proud? Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah, yeah. They were very, very... Uh, they were quite, really quite pleased, I think, that we got through to the final because I think they probably know that it's always the big counties that get through and it's nice sometimes when, when, when others who are not so uh, blessed with the... Uh, with selection for players uh, can 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 make it, you know. And on the day, really, I thought we were as good as they were. Mm. It just it just they we, they got the breaks in the first half, and and we couldn't get the goal back, could we? But uh, and I just think the the the, the just the, the times when we we've won the Southwest Counties, you know. Uh, yeah, it's all been it's all been it's all been good. Um, whether we've seen the best days because of the availability of players and the competition being. A little bit uh, on a on a knife edge to whether it'll keep going. I a lot of know. counties have withdrawn their under eighteen sides, yeah, haven't they? Yeah. What, why do you think that is? I just I just don't think they can get the players these days. They they seem to be uh, reluctant to 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 play for their county uh, up the line. They haven't got the same commitment as Cornwall. I mean, Cornwall's very good, really. You know, we've got our rugby and we've got our cricket and our hockey, and everybody always seems to want to play their sport to represent their county down here but I don't think you might not get that quite so much in the in the more urban counties you know where where that sort of recognition doesn't really sort of ring so true as it does down here um, but uh, I just just times change really and and I think counties just found it more and more difficult to get sides out and uh, in the end they just said oh it's more trouble than it's worth and just pulled out right. yeah but, and you, you've also got the situation now where, of course, you haven't got the councillors like you used to have. I mean, years ago, we used to fill half the bus with councillors. <laughs> but these days, of course... You, Mind you, that's one of the criticisms from outside, <laughs> wasn't it? That yeah, counting are only yeah. there for yeah, the tees. Still and get it now <laughs> in some quarters. Still get it now. Yeah, I know, I know. But that was the times that they were in, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, and other counties were no different. I mean, when we used to play, other, other counties used to come down, they all used to troop off the bus. Uh, but nowadays, of course, you, you haven't got that because the, the, the full-time staff run the, run the competitions and we haven't got the councillors. You've got league representatives who make up, you know, uh, different sort of standing committees and that. So it's just in a different era, Dave, really. 
just a different time. And of course, um, for representing the county, um, they still give the ties. And uh, how many games is it to get a cap? Eight. 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 Oh, it guess. used to be ten, but we found that uh, with the reduction in the number of counties participating, it was more. It was difficult to get ten. You you really needed to have played every game for two seasons yeah. to to get up to ten. Charlie Hanley, I think, up at Camelford, I think he's got the record because he played for us when he was barely 16 and uh, went right through until, of course, right up to the final of the FA County Youth Cup. I think Charlie, I think he played about 15 times for the <laughs> county. I think he's probably, I don't recall any other player playing so much for the county as what he did. Andy Morris and Deb Farmouth, he, 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 played, he played a lot as well. But I think, uh, yeah, you get a you get a tie for your first game, and you get your cap for eight, and that's what other counties do as well. Yeah. They 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 go eight because they find that if they don't, they aren't given any, and yeah. uh, there's nothing worse than a lad playing six times or seven, and then he says, or a parent will say to him. Uh, We'll let the boy get in his calf and you say, well, actually, he needed to play one more game. Well, they said, we haven't got any more games. <laughs> well, it's the luck mm. of the draw, I yeah, suppose, Yeah, it is, extent, it is. But, but we find eight usually covers it. Yeah. yeah. And it's quite, you know, they're, they're special, aren't they? The, oh, yeah. The, the caps are like you they're see, you know, in... in are, are they not cheap? No. And I guess not made by many people, are they? No, it's, there's it's, a firm up in, up in Lancashire that we get ours through. I think it costs about £40 a, a cap. Do they? Yeah. No wonder the county <laughs> ran out of money, isn't it? But uh, that's where that, that's where that uh, six thousand. <laughs> yeah, but special. I mean, special to have a a, a memento like that. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, because because in the old days, I'll call it um, in the days of uh, Brian Rhymes and Brian Mitchell and all that lot. I mean, there weren't any caps. I right. Think. Not oh, like so I think it's uh, we certainly wouldn't at, at the youth level anyway, but. Uh, I'm not sure they had caps. I can't recall them. And I said, I joined in 86. And I can't recall caps being awarded to uh, to uh, senior players. They had ties, but I don't recall. Oh, right. So caps. even more special then. Yeah, yeah. Right. Somebody might pick me up on that one, but I can't recall them having caps anyway. Right. Yeah. Okay. You got things written down there on your piece of paper is no it's it just really just this, uh, that you want to say that you haven't said no no that's uh, I would just say that probably uh, what's that red I've got outstanding performances here yeah, oh, yeah I, 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 wrote, I wrote that down because it wasn't only just the FA Youth Cup well it is actually in that I, I know we, we, we beat London 6-0 down at uh, Bickland Park back in the, the late 90s we also went up to Biddyford and um and hammered Devon 6-0, and that one went down well. It's nothing, <laughs> nothing so good as beating your near rivals. And uh, Wiltshire away. And Wiltshire had actually got through the semi-final of the FA County Youth Cup back in 2009, and uh, and they were really cock-a-hoop. And, uh, and we went up there, and we beat them 4-5-0. Four, four and again, that day was uh, very special because, as you say, that was a day when we had... Liam Eddy and Billy Hopcroft and all that lot playing. Tom Payne played so as well. So Hopcroft and Eddy were in the same Yeah, they team. were. They oh, were on one side, yeah. yeah. Well, that must yeah. have been a... And we had a very good little boy called Tom Payne who played for us back then as well. He, he, did he... I think he may have... Yes, he played under Tommy. He plays at Millbrook. Right. Uh, plays on the left wing. Excellent. Oh, Tom Payne? Yeah. 
Oh, that's coincidence. I've got him as my one of my player profiles in Have my you? Cornish Soccer magazine. Oh, he's a good lad. I this, think he went this, off to America for a little while, did he? Or no? I don't know about that. No. But um, it's got to be the same one, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. Left-footed. That's player. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, good boy. Good boy. Coincidence. Yeah. Right. So, so, well, you know, you, you, so many games over the past years, really, it's, it's difficult to try and, you know, itemise the top ten and all that sort of thing. You just, just, uh, just remember certain games at, at certain times that you might see a certain player like, you know, and say. What did you think of um, Josh Story last season? I don't know whether you saw much of him playing for the county, but he made it all the way to the yes, England he, schools, didn't yes, he? Yes, he did. We didn't see a lot of him, really, because whenever he got selected for us, he tended to get selected for... I thought that was a bit, of a, a bit of a shame that the game seemed to crash yeah, almost, they didn't did, they? they? So, did. you yeah. know, they had the benefit yeah. of one of our players, yeah. uh, but we never got to play no, him ourselves. No, so. we didn't. But somebody said he had a bad injury. Yeah, he's injured at the moment. Yeah. I, I, in fact, the last thing I heard, he was up at Colchester. They were interested in signing him, but he got injured either up there or just before and yeah. Um, he's yeah got a uh, he's either he's got to have an operation or he's had it and recovering now but uh, yeah you'll probably so. ask him about defenders I expect he, he would probably have been one of the top ones we, we we would have had but we never really saw him much and that's interesting though because I think the game the style of the game has changed hasn't it I mean what are you mid 80s that you got involved one of the reasons it's changed as well is, you know, we're playing on different surfaces yeah, some games, aren't yeah, we? So, yeah. you know, the old plastic compared That's to right. grass, that, that style has changed quite a bit. And so... Yeah, when we started, we used to play, for instance, up at Gloucester at uh, Almondsbury there. And, um, and I mean, it was, the pitch was really, really heavy. And then another season, we probably had a gap of a couple of years where we didn't play them at all. And then the next time we went up, and they had this sparkling brand new Astro yeah. on the same pitch, completely relayed their old heavy grass pitch with this with this Astro. And um, that's where the Gloucestershire uh, FA HQ is. Yeah, yeah. I was up at Hamworthy on Sunday oh, with yeah. the under-16s, yeah, and we'd... that's where the Dorset yeah. FA HQ yeah. is. yeah. Any thoughts or any any idea when Cornwall might have that? <laughs> you better ask upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to be before the stadium for Cornwall? That's a big question. Ah, that's, <laughs> probably, well, probably would, will be. <laughs> probably will be. I think it's less politics involved in that one. But is that good that the the FAs have got these? You know, their, their HQ. With a pitch, you know, as part of the setup. Yeah, I, I don't see any. Yeah, because you, you, you well, it's it's almost another business attached to what you've got already, really. Because you're going to have to, yes, because then we don't have to go cap in hand to the clubs all the time to use their pitches. Although some are quite happy for you to to to, to use their their facilities, but uh, if you've got your own. But then, of course, you've got to provide the, the catering side and, and then you've got to man the gates and everything. So it, it can be quite quite a task, really. But it's it's the way forward. It's the way the FA want. They want everybody to be self-funding, like, you know, and I suppose mm. they think if, they, if you can generate more cash from, from, from that to run the whole business, then that's the less money they've got to give you to, out of their pockets. You almost, uh, you know, generating your own, your own funds, like, you know. Um, I wouldn't like to get away from Easter Monday, though. I, I think it's nice to go around the county and, and play on 
someone's ground on Easter Monday because that's also a good source of revenue for the for the club hosting. Yes, it's hard work; they've got to be there all day. But uh, I wouldn't like to get away and play on a on a on a Astro uh, on Easter Monday. I still like to, but I'm old school. Perhaps in twenty years' time, perhaps the people <laughs> that run it will will say, "Well, yeah, he would say that, wouldn't he?" But uh, I mean, we're digressing now from the county youth, but right. as vice chairman. Uh, of the board of directors yeah. here at the county FA, uh, what does that role actually entail? Uh, I'm lucky because I've got a good chairman in Jeff Lee, so uh, I, I, I'm on I'm ex officio to all the other standing committees, but we don't meet so much as we used to because the office tends to run all the business these days. Um, uh, it is a business, though, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it is now. It, it's, you know, it is a big business now. I don't know what sort of turnover would be involved. Well, but, you'd have to um, get to the AGM and look at the accounts, yeah. but uh, it's it's many, many thousands of pounds. A bit yeah. different from when you would have first had any dealings with the Caddy FA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably, yes, I mean, secretary you, used to run... You probably run, started when a secretary was running it full stop. Yeah, they, they used to run it from their front room. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I used to know Sid Parnell and 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 uh, uh, Percy Bartlett and Sid Parnell and, all, and, and, and his predecessors. And, and you would go to their house to get a player reinstated and all that sort of thing. And you'd go in the front room and the place would be piled up with papers. And I and I can recall when I did the youth secretary's job, well, you know, under under the kitchen table was box files, you know. Uh, but all that's gone now. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it is a professional, it is a business now. It is a business. And uh, But we're lucky because we've got Jeff as our chairman at the moment. And uh, I've got no aspirations to be the chairman. I, I, I'm quite happy just doing what I can to support, support the, position. Where, I, where I can. And I speak uh, for the others on the, on, 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 the, on the board as well. We're all just dip in and help where we can. We've, we've covered the county youth. We've covered county to some extent. Um, football general in Cornwall these days. Mm. Now, you're a Sin Ulster supporter, aren't you? Yeah, so my sins. <laughs> yeah, how are they going? Do you watch them much? Yeah, I watch as much as I can. Uh, I, I get a, I try to go sticker and some blazy and places as well. I don't always pin my uh, hat to the Snorstel every Saturday, but uh, I watch most of their home games. Uh, where's Snorstel going and where's yeah. football in general going? Uh, well, football in general, it's, it's, is it, um, do you enjoy watching calling, uh, football now more than you did, well, when you were involved with coasters, I guess it <laughs> might have been different. To... Yeah, I mean, I can go back to the days. What's the biggest like, change in local football? The biggest change in local football, I, I, I suppose the, the one of the changes these days is the fact that um, it seems to be a little bit more um, uh, the elitist now. You 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 don't seem to have that sort of the teams towards the bottom end aren't so strong as they used to be. I don't think. Um, don't be unkind to these sides. Um, the biggest change. I suppose the attitude of players sometimes. I think it was more; they were more dedicated back along. Mm. Um, we would never dream of taking a Saturday off for anything other than perhaps if you were you were you were poorly or. Bad. But these days they seem to uh, not quite. They haven't quite got the dedication that they used to have. I, and I, I think work patterns change as well, mm. don't they? 
Uh, players have to work weekends and that's a much more the it's a different world out there now and uh, there just doesn't seem to be uh, there's so many other facts so many other so I say <clears throat> so many other things for them to do there's there's, there's 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 so much more football on the television and um, everybody's got the car and uh, it's just in a different world now so I, I I think that's that's changed a little bit, really. It's not quite so dedicated as it used to be. But people say, oh, it was always better in the past days. I don't know if it was better. I think they're fitter today. And I think they're also a little bit more savvy towards playing systems than yeah. they were. I think years ago, they used to set up with with the defence midfield and centre forward and a couple of people on the wings. Like now, today, it's all about four four two and four three three and one up and all this sort of thing. And I think they're probably fitter today and... Uh, of course, the, the ball is lighter, the kit is better. Um, I used to think perhaps back along, they used to behave themselves a bit better as well. Yeah? I think they did. I don't think there used Mind to be... You, I didn't think there used to be the... Um, it wasn't so, so cynical, was it? No, um, you no, know, so no, no. It's, it's changed. When you were involved at the Coasters, Riviera Coasters, where did you play? We started... Where was your home? Well, when we started in... Crikey, 67. We were in the Truant District Sunday League and we played at Foxhole. Oh, right. Yeah. And then we came out of the Truant District League and if my memory serves me right, we went in the Mid-Cornwall Sunday League, which was formed, and yeah. we played at Polterre. And then we went into the Duchy League in 70, 74 and we played at Bugle. Right. And they were good days. Yeah. In fact, I enjoyed the days in the uh, the Sunday League and the Duchy League days were good days. The Duchy League was well run, well run, and uh, we played up at Malinis Park. Mm. Yes, yeah, is sadly now uh, no more. Still a pitch there. Then, still isn't a it? pitch. Yeah, they yeah, use yeah. it for the bugle band contest. Right. Is uh, a stand still there then? Yeah, it? I think it is. I haven't been in there for years. Oh, right. Yeah, there used to be an old coal fire in there. They used to stoke up for hot showers. <laughs> used to, the old guy used to go in there at half time and light the fire. So you had showers and everything. We had so. showers. <laughs> well, we had a bath. We had a, a stone sort of bath thing and a couple of... Yeah, you had to get in earlier or else you had dirty water, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that, you're a bit nomadic. Um, when it's a, yeah, then we came back to Polterra because after we came out the Dutchy League in 79-80, we went into the East Cornwall Premier League. And we played at Polterre then, and that's and played there till the, till the the club folded. Why did it fold? Well, it it got amalgamated with Snowstall. They it got taken on more or less as Snowstall Reserves. Ah, right. So uh, it it sort of like went from one to the other. Like. Just moved in. Yeah, right. yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Turin District Sunday League. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I think Ian and Ear played in those days as well. He played. Brian Biggin, he played in those days. He was a secretary at uh, Newquay for years. Yeah, yeah. He used to play down at Camborne. And those used to have some tough games down there because they all played rugby on the on the Saturday and then they all turned out for the pub teams on the Sunday. Yeah. Uh, they were good times, though, by Yeah, good. Yeah, you got a smile on your face. Yeah, so. well, we all kept together. We were all friends together. We, all, we were all mates. We used to kick the ball around together on a Sunday afternoon and then decided to, to form a team and win a league. <laughs> uh, so we, we all meet up still at Polterre on a Saturday afternoon, a gang of us. Yeah. Yeah, in front of the tee up. Yeah, I was going to say, is that the group that's standing in front yeah, of the tee up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's probably about six or seven. Give the there. referees yeah. all the lino stick. 
Well, one or two do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and refereeing, we said about, or I said about, perhaps it's more cynical these days. I think the referees do have a harder job now, don't they? Yeah, than, they do. Than what they used to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever so. used to happen on the pitch, it, you know, uh, well, I suppose you can blame social media and forums and whatever for that sort of thing, can't you? Know it seems to drag on for weeks and weeks. Yeah, they've got to be pretty thick-skinned. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you, 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 have you ever thought about roughing? No. <laughs> I was asked once, years and years ago, when I was about 19 or 20, by an old guy, who was our milkman, actually, from Sticker, and he said to me, oh, he said, you ought to take up refereeing, you know. But I, it never appealed to me, really. <laughs> I was quite happy to kick the ball around and, and play like I did, limited as it was. But no, no, I, I've got no... I, I, I backed them to the hilt, but uh, I wouldn't have wanted to be one. No, no. no. And just one final question, yes, because uh, I've had enough of your time. Um, mm. The restructuring that went on last summer mm. down here, mm. um, it ended up being a bit messy, I think. I'm probably being polite in saying, describing it like that. Was it necessary? I know it was an FA directive as such, wasn't it? But it's what the FA want to be yeah. for the whole country, isn't it? Yeah. They want this system whereby there's a there's a pyramid, and they don't want they don't want uh, people really not taking the promotion at the end of the day from the league of which they might have finished top of. Yeah. No. And therefore, they want us to go up through the ranks, but they it's the geographical situation, isn't it? And the costs are involved it's in costs, isn't it? But it is. but then. Then you hear the sort well, uh, how true it is, we, we will never know, but the sort of money that some of the players might be getting, should the clubs be actually using that money elsewhere and to, you know, to, to have a better infrastructure and be able to travel and, and whatever? Well, and this is you speaking, not you're not speaking on behalf of the Candy uh, FA, obviously, when I'm asking yeah, you this, but yeah, I mean, can you ever see loads of clubs? Taking promotion? Well, they, they, they're almost bound to. Uh, they, they, they've been told they, they either have to take promotion or they'll be, they'll be, they'll be relegated. Um, I suppose if enough could take promotion, in the end, at the day, in five years' time, the Western League, as it stands, will, would be more Cornish-Devon clubs. Mm. So you'd be almost going back to the old South Western League, wouldn't you? Well... Yeah, I mean, hopefully it would be the Southwestern and the Western sort of merging, but yeah, be a Devon Cornwall based yeah, yeah, Step Five yeah, League. Yeah. Um, it's 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 not only about the money; it's also about the time that some, as I say, guys work on a Saturday morning sometimes, and it's and it's also getting back late late at night, and it's just the it's just the sheer uh, amount of time having to spend of a Saturday to play a game of football and. The money might come into it, but at the end of the day, there's the other side of the family might not appreciate so much that they can tolerate the lad, their husbands or partners going off at nine o'clock in the morning and getting back at nine o'clock at night every mm. once every. I mean, it wouldn't be that bad eventually, but it could be that bad to start with. But uh, do you wish the Norse had taken it a couple of years ago when when they were winning the league and that sort of thing? Uh, it would have been good to just to see how far they could have got, but would the same players have stayed, mm. or would they have uh, decided to perhaps uh, cut and run a little bit more locally and uh, leave Snowstone and play for somebody else? I really don't know. You'd have to, perhaps you'd have to ask Ollie Brokenshire and Chris Slateford that question. 
Ollie has actually said that he would like to taste, you know. A, yeah. A, you know. Well, if he can do it, must look to him. Is he good enough? No, not for me to say. <laughs> he was good enough to play for the county youth. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a good place to end. We, we've got back to the county youth. So, uh, Ollie Brokershaw is in your list of players that stood out for the county yeah, youth. Yeah, and Chris Slateford, good players. Yeah, Chris yeah. or Neil? Neil Slateford. Chris is his dad. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But he Neil. was a good player, Chris. Yeah, 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 but, uh, yeah. But it must have been. Oh, we, uh, you know, really, we've had some really. As I say, Danny Nankaro was a good player, and. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I said they're all well, I, I'm just, Yeah, <laughs> it's difficult to try and remember off the cuff, you know. So many have gone through, because you, you change every season. It's like you've got the same team for three or four years on the trot, is it? No. Every season you lose half of them to age. Then you've got another brood coming through. And also to try and remember in that ter- period of time, certain individuals, one or two stick in the mind because you perhaps see them locally more and therefore you remember them more. I'm sure there's guys at Tor Point and and other places that uh, were just as good, but I can't always bring them, bring them to mind sometimes. Yeah, apologies to anyone we Nick have. Hurst. Nick Hurst. Nick was Hurst was a good, good player. Yes. Terrific player. Nick Hurst, yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's abroad or something. Yes, I think he is. He played wing back when we won the, 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 this knockout cup back in 2014 with uh, when James Ross was in charge. Nick Hurst played then. And you know full well that We'll finish this interview in about 10 minutes' time. You'll be saying, oh, I never mentioned so-and-so. <laughs> That's bound to happen. Yeah. I'll mention Andy Morris again, and I'll mention Phil Smith, who were wonderful players for the county who passed away. Yeah. Uh, and Phil, through tragic circumstances. And uh, they'll always be remembered. Yeah. Cornish Walker Podcast.